Arizona Sports, the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. Burns and Gambo talk Diamondbacks baseball with a D-backs broadcaster, the Booth. We're in the booth with the Arizona Diamondbacks as they're taking on the San Diego Padres tonight. A game that starts at 640 this evening. Game two of this four-game stretch against the Padres and game two of this homestand. And joining us right now live from Chase Field, Diamondbacks broadcaster Chris Garagiola, who joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show to talk a little baseball. Chris, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Oh, not much, guys. Burns, Gambo, thanks for having me on. Hey, Chris, we had Tori on uh, earlier today, and I asked him, was going into that start in St. Louis for Madison Bumgarner, was he pitching for his job? And he, he said he was. I mean, give me your thoughts going into that game. We, we've been highly critical of Mad Bum, but did you think that that could have been his last start? Well, I know you were, Gambo. I saw your Twitter game the, the past couple of starts. It wasn't pretty. But, uh, look, I, I think that a lot of people were hoping that maybe there'd be a start from him like we saw last year where, you know, it was a lot of grind, but you were kind of getting some results and some innings. But really, from the very beginning, those first three outings were pretty tough. And I think the writing was on the wall that if it didn't get a lot better pretty quick, then then a move was going to have to be made. Because this team, you can see the foundation, right? They're playing well. There's a lot of elements of winning baseball. And you just weren't getting great opportunities to win ball games despite his best efforts. So I'm not surprised that, that the skipper said that. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it played out the way that it did. Yeah, I know it's, you know, it's small sample theater here, but. But, but the, the fact that they were 10 and five without him, one and three with him when he pitched, there might be years where you could ride that out a little bit longer if you wanted to. It just this year with the way it got, I'm not saying they're going to win the National League West or anything, but given that you are in first place and given that you've got a roster that you're excited about, it just really seemed like there was a there was a shelf life to how long you were going to let a non-competitive pitcher continue to be in your rotation, given how the good start you were off to. Yeah, and it has consequences, right? I think we saw it a little bit last night where, or I should say a couple nights ago, where, you know, he has the bad outing and now you're really stretching your bullpen and that has a two-day ripple effect and it kind of complicates the way you use some of those pieces. So, Look, I was thinking about it the other day. This team right now, it kind of reminds me a little bit of what we saw from the Bubble Suns. And not that the fact that, you know, this is an undefeated team and you're Chris Paul away, but you're starting to see this team gel together. And at its best, it's really competitive, and it can hang with anybody. And it can cause a lot of problems for a lot of different teams. So there's still some growth that needs to be done. There's still some players that are in the minors that when they come up, I think they'll have a real positive impact. But you should be excited with what you're seeing because when it goes right, it's as good as it gets in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I love their ability to bounce back yesterday and, you know, almost steal that game being down 5-1, rally back and make it 5-5 and outside of the misplay by by Ahmed. And then, you know, uh, Alec Thomas almost tracked that ball down in center field. I mean, they could have won that game. But I do look at the youth, especially pitching-wise, because right now, as long as Davies is out, you are talking about three rookies in the rotation. How much of a concern is that? I don't know about a concern, but I definitely think there's going to be, you you know, growing moments. I was talking to the skipper a little bit earlier today about Ryan Nelson, right? He goes five innings, kind of struggles, gives up two home runs. But 
part of the issues that I think he's having is a little bit what we saw in the first half with Zach Allen, where you'll see a lot of strikeouts, but you'll see a lot of long at-bats. And, and, you know, I think he'll learn over time about pitching efficiency, where your stuff is good enough and you're going to get strikeouts, but part of being really effective is getting some early count outs. You know, you get, an, you get a head all one, and then you get a weak ground out, or you get a routine fly ball. Instead of trying to strike out every single batter, and getting into the third inning and looking up and seeing 65, 70 pitches on the counter. So you're going to have these moments. And, and I think we're all excited when Brandon Fott gets called up. I don't know when that's going to be. But we're going to see moments where he looks like the guy that was as advertised. And then there's going to be moments where you walk away going, oh, that's right. This kid's a rookie. This guy's making you know his second or his third major league start. So that's where I talk about the foundation being there. There is growth to be had. There is improvement to be had. But when Jamison figures it out and Nelson figures it out, and hopefully a guy like Fod and maybe Henry figured it out, on top of guys like Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, I think the sky's the limit with this team. And I think that's why, you know, the front office, they kind of made the, the Madison Bumgarner move when they did. The winning is taking place now. It needs to be a priority now. And they got the parts and pieces to do it. We're talking with Chris Garagiola, Diamondbacks broadcaster, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show, specifically about Jamison and his kind of evolution from the bullpen to the starter. What have you seen out of him so far? Well, I think he's being asked to do a lot, but I think we're seeing firsthand, number one, the pitch repertoire, it's legit, right? It's not just, oh, I throw four pitches, but when his back's against the wall, you know, it's just a fastball slider combination. I think the stuff is electric. I think we're understanding why when they talk about this guy might be the best athlete in baseball, not just the fact that he's allegedly faster than Corbin. I guess I shouldn't say allegedly. Corbin's admitted he's lost foot races uh, to Trey Jameson, but I think he's a real piece in a starting rotation. I don't think it's a gimmick, and I think in today's game, you still win with the best starting pitching, even in the postseason where guys seem to get pulled a little bit earlier than usual, and I think that if this organization is able to build a top five, top three starting rotation in the National League or in or in baseball, I don't think it's a far-fetched conversation to say that maybe next year or the year after that this team can win the National League West and be better than teams like the Dodgers or the Padres. Yeah, I I, I think that they're going to contend this year. I was actually looking at a, a, a I sent this to Bernsey earlier, it was a Bleacher Report story that I saw that said that they got the Dimebacks winning like 90 games and going to the playoffs. It's like, okay, we'll take a look now after all these games and uh, they actually like the Diamondbacks as a, as a contender, and a lot of people do. It'll really depend on that young starting pitching. But I think you're right. By next year, they might be able to challenge for, for the division title with this young core that they have. Yeah, and just to pile on what you're saying, look, it's early, right? We don't want to make any you know early guesses. But just based off the evidence that we've seen, the National League West might not be as strong as maybe people were thinking going into the season. And and I wouldn't be surprised if none of the National League West teams win over 100 games this season. And that means that the division is going to be up for grabs because I do see this group, barring anything that we can't predict, winning over 80 games. And if they maybe they make a really impressive move at the deadline, maybe they're one of these teams that gets hot in August and it carries into September. They could do some really impressive things. So I'm not saying that this team is going to win the division, you know, take it to the Caesar Sportsbook. But if you told me that they're in the mix come middle of September, I'm also not going to say I'm totally shocked by that either. Yeah. 
We're going to the game. I have my family tomorrow. Zach Allen bobblehead day at the ballpark. So hopefully a lot of people will get out there. But I can just take, take tell a sense from the games that I've been at. And I'm sure you can, too. There is a lot more excitement from the fans with the way this team has played. Yeah, because I don't think we're, we're selling a false message here. I, I think that the things that we talked about, that this team is going to run hard. You're going to see the athleticism. You're going to see the exceptional defense. I think those are things that have been all advertised. And we talk about, as you see in all sports with young players, well, you know, just wait for the growth. They're going to improve over the next few years. I mean, look at a guy like Geraldo Perdomo. I mean, the growth that we've seen from him where offensively it was really a struggle and he spent a large part of the season last year hitting under 200. Major, major improvement from last year to this year. He's a really important piece. I think that some of the trades that we saw in the offseason, specifically with Guriel and Gabriel Moreno, I mean, Moreno's filled in nicely. Guriel, he is getting on base. He's starting to hit for a little more power. So, look, I'm excited. It's easy to sell because it's the truth. And if you just, I don't know, take the family out for a game or two and watch it firsthand, you're going to see what we're talking about. All right, Chris, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, sounds good. Thanks again, fellas. Thanks, yeah, Chris. Chris Garagiola, Diamondbacks Radio Network, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show.